Welcome to Toy Talk, a production of the American Specialty Toy Retailing Association. I'm Erin Hoffman. And I'm Cora McCarran, and we're the education team delivering content to you. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss the latest trends and updates in our industry. Hi, everybody. We are on the line again with Rick Durr of Learning Express in Lake Zurich, Illinois, to follow up on his observations shared last week on Toy Talk, and we encourage you to first listen to that episode if you haven't already. Uh, you can find the episode of Toy Talk on Asher Academy or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us again, Rick. Thank you. Good to be with you. Hopefully, uh, in the future, we'll be talking through other times, but uh, for yeah. right now... Uh, let's uh, let's go through this and see what we can uh, at least answer to date as things change daily. Perfect. Sounds great. Um, yeah, I, on that note, let's definitely do a brief recap for our listeners on your message from our last episode together, um, and hopefully we can continue it and um, just, you know, talk about the updates as they come. So you shared a few observations that highlighted um, the characteristics of two other historical industry disruptions, um, notably 9-11 and the global financial crisis of 2007-2008. Um, from there, we discussed the current COVID-19 situation and what it looks like and <clears throat> how we can learn from the past along with the positives that we can take away from all of this. Um, what we're finding is that developments within the specialty toy ecosystem looks different each week, as we just said. So this toy talk is to follow up with you and see where you're at with your original observations made. So let's start from the top. Uh, give us an update on your Learning Express store in Lake Zurich and how it's currently operating based on the mandates for the state of Illinois. Okay. Uh, as of uh, Saturday last Saturday at 5 p.m. we were mandated to close uh, with the state of Illinois, uh, uh, and so we have been closed every day until today, uh, where we are now uh, approved for curbside only uh, pickup. So that basically means here in uh, Lake Zurich that the approval grants us the showroom is closed. We're able to take phone, text line, Facebook Messenger, and uh, uh, email orders, fulfill those, get payment from the customer, and then they drive up and pick up the package on a cubby out front with their information on it. So it's contactless. And so that's the way we're just started to operate today. So if the phone rings, uh, that, that's probably the reason in this broadcast. But uh, the, the, the key here was as soon as we closed, I went to work to see if, and a big shout-out, a big shout-out to Janet Gregory in Anchorage, Alaska, and the Astra chat uh, panel. Every day I look at that, and I basically saw her letter uh, expressing uh, to their local authorities about how important toys, education, books, games, puzzles, and with full out what this looks like, what it could mean. And, and, and between that energy that she gave me, along with my uh, contacts locally, and I want to stress locally, 
the Lake Zurich Village, the mayor, the attorney, all of those people were involved in me presenting a plan that would make sense along with J.B. Pritzker, our governor's plan, who, um, by the way, in Illinois has turned over essential versus non-essential business decisions to a commission on the Illinois State Police. And so the local officials reached out to that commission, uh, went over things, and uh, within a day came back to me and said, your plan looks good. They deem it appropriate, especially with schools being delayed now with no real comeback date. Amazon shipping for toys and and other, quote, non-grocery cleaners, that type of thing, delayed till late April, May, along with our plan of contactless and uh, observing rules within our business of social distancing and all that. I was granted approval yesterday at 4 p.m., so we opened today. Uh, Don't know what to expect, but we uh, feel that working with your local uh, businesses uh, and villages, laying out a clear plan uh, is going to be critical so that they can go to bat for you, really, to, to make sure this is done correctly, safely, and securely. Finally... We want to keep people on the payroll. We have eight uh, associates, and uh, my goal is to keep them on the payroll. This helps do that, however little or max that we get per day, and uh, we intend to try to do that, and uh, we'll see how that goes and maybe a follow-up. But right now, we have not stopped paying anybody, and um, I know there's a stimulus bill and things, but... Uh, we can talk about that a little bit later on what perhaps is in there, but it's too early to mm-hmm. say and too complicated right now. But uh, I just want to stress, Cora, do things the right way. Do it local. Get your champions. Because the towns is really what we're all about, right? We, mm-hmm. We're fabric of our communities, and we want positive feedback, positive uh, uh, feelings about this not just to make a dollar, but done the right way in a safe way. And that's all we've tried to do, and and so far it has worked for us. Great. That's great. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, um, your local reps and the mayor um, have helped, and, you know, it seems like they're pretty quick with the turnaround and helping. Um, And that's what they're supposed to do, you know? Shocking. because Yeah, it is. (laughs) Positively. She was more of a skeptical and said, First of all, you won't hear back. And secondly, uh, you probably don't have a chance. And uh, to our surprise, not only did I get a response right away through an email, follow-up calls, uh, follow-up from from the attorneys, uh, and then their ability to reach out to, you know, the state level, which probably I would not have had uh, much luck with. And uh, for them to clarify and and put us in a box that, you know, I feel I can sleep at night, a good plan, and hopefully we can uh, balance the safety and the economics of this together. And that's what I would Mm -hmm. urge people to do. Yeah, and and I want to stress a point that you made that, 
you know, you saw a post um, on Astra Connect, and I think that's a really good starting place for people if they haven't already reached out to their, you know, local representatives um, or, like, already created a stable plan. Um, so I'm sure her thread and the thread that you commented on um, would be really helpful for people to look at, but there's more than that. You know, there's many posts people are posting every single day, arguably every hour about this. So I think people should really start there if they haven't. Janet Gregory is my new hero. Uh huh. Good. Well, on that note, um, you actually kind of mentioned um, a little bit about what I'd like to ask on um, how you're, um, you haven't taken anyone off of uh, um, payroll. But um, we want to know a little bit actually about how your sales are looking now um, in comparison to when we spoke last week. Um, yeah, what does that look okay. like? How is it different? Uh, I'm going to take you right up through Saturday when we were open, uh, you know, still the showroom as well mm -hmm. as curbside delivery. We were actually offering that when we were still open just because some uh, of our customers and, and, and people driving by just wanted to, to, to be extra cautious, and, and we respected that and did that. But through that Saturday, uh, actually sales accelerated. Once people heard that there was going to be a shutdown, whatever, uh, Saturday turned out to be like a uh, you know day in December. So it was big. It was huge. People stocked mm. up. Now, that wouldn't be the norm normally, but through March then, we were only down 4% on sales volume. This is my store only. Um, I, I have access to other data, but I'm going to be using my own personal data because that's what I used in the other analysis. So through that, uh, minus 4, uh, couldn't have been happier with how things had turned out, the team, all that. And then we go on shutdown. And so that obviously with no sales coming in uh, for the last four or five days, uh, now we'll pick that back up. But the feeling for me is prioritizing what I need to do, which is workers first, payroll first. My goal is to each day just make uh, enough to support that payroll until I see what the uh, stimulus uh, package and, and other state and local grants may be so that we come out of this. I do know this, my uh, few people personally that work our store, we're hungry to get back, we're, we're anxious to help people, and uh, while we'll have limited hours, 10 to 2, we think that'll satisfy most of the people and uh, we will see. So, uh, will it end up, I think we were forecasting in other events, minus 20, minus 25, uh, being mm -hmm. shut totally. Obviously, that is different than other events through no fault of anybody's. And, uh, but it's not the end of the world either. Uh, and, and I know some other people probably are feeling and experiencing that. So, again, getting back to finding creative ways doing it the right way, and having a goal. I, I would really suggest each business have one goal. My goal is to keep people on the payroll and pay them and, and in a safe way for us in the community. That, that's my goal. And when you have a certain one goal, I think you can operate much better on your decision-making 
and that's what I want to do. And so far, and I feel good that we're going to be able to do this and get through into April, and then we'll see what the next new challenge is. Uh, hopefully that Definitely. makes some sense for us. No, yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think that's really smart, true, to keep in, um, you know, in mind one goal. Um, I've, I've been hearing of people using like vision boards or whiteboards and trying to just put down their goals or just that one goal, um, to kind of keep their eye on the prize and, um, stay focused during this, um, crazy time where you're, you know, constantly getting news updates and everything. But you actually touched on, um, the minus, uh, 20% to 25%. Um, which actually um, you mentioned in our previous episode last week um, when we were talking about past industry disruptions. So I'm curious to know um, if anything, you know, since then has changed, since change is happening quickly, um, and if you've noticed any other similarities with the past industry disruptions we've experienced. Yeah, and obviously uh, coming back online, we'll get garner some sales now through the end of the month. So maybe we can check in early April and see where the total month ended up. But again, I want to reiterate mm -hmm. each store, each toy store, each set of businesses will experience things at different times, different uh, 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 levels, if you will, and what tools they're using to mitigate it. So there's probably so many variables right now that are different than before. Uh, that make this sort of a running jigsaw puzzle. But since the change happened, the, the similarities are, number one, the 24-hour news cycle. Be careful of that. We, You know, you can watch CNN all day. You can watch uh, breaking news. You can watch your phone pop up. Uh, we, we've, we found that, you know, in the other crises, particularly 9-11, there was a wear and fatigue factor eventually on what that means around the country. So uh, New Yorkers versus California versus Iowa versus North Dakota is going to all be different. But I would urge people, get balanced and, and don't just harp on the 24-hour news cycle. That will fatigue you. Number two, uh, the communities are coming together like never before. I drove home yesterday after... Uh, you know, checking on the store and, and working through the issues. And I've never seen so many people in our neighborhood. We're in a suburb of Chicago and social distancing in practice, but families walking the, you know, the radio flyer wagon with their kids, uh, just people out in general. There was the parade of North Barrington Elementary School students that they chalked the sidewalks. And there was 50 cars in that procession through the neighborhood and uh, honking and beeping, and my wife took a couple pictures, but it was great to see uh, those people coming together. So that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. It's just now True. that there's social distancing, finding new ways to do it. So those two mm -hmm. things are very common through this. What's uncommon is the fact that it's so localized and, and, and a complete shutdown in some areas versus other areas that uh, are mitigating it a little bit to others that don't have any shutdown. Uh, that's probably the biggest contrast, but several similarities. Mm -hmm. 
I've also noticed the neighborhood thing. Um, I was walking my dog and I was like, whoa, I have a lot of neighbors. <laughs> they were all out. Yeah. Um, but I like to see it. It's a, it's a positive energy for sure. Um, and it just gives you like reassurance that we're all going to get through this together, you know? Um, but I'm curious, have you implemented anything new in the last week to be creative or crossed off any tasks that you simply haven't had the time for before now? Uh, not really, because as I said in my other statement, all hands on deck for creativity and thinking and working alongside others to stay this course of my one goal is, is keeping our people safe and employed and to serve what we can do in a safe and secure environment. Uh, I will tell you, some other ideas are popping up that let's say your toy store or your small business was in an area where perhaps the local officials are not as uh, positive or working on your behalf as much as you feel they should. Uh, I, I'm going to have some other ideas on how we can do uh, delivery and things to our customers in a very safe way. And it's just not, you know, packing it up in a box and shipping it. So there are other people with great ideas. And this is where we talked about ingenuity and new ideas coming to the forefront. Uh, I have another idea that if you can't even do curbside, there may be other ways to stay within the framework, at least in Illinois, and we're exploring those. That's good. Um, I went to an education seminar um, actually with the Association Forum, and they did this exercise where um, it sounds kind of silly at first, but it could help, um, where everybody, if you're trying to brainstorm something, tell yourself to brainstorm the worst idea first, and just get out all the worst ideas. And as you work through your worst ideas, you might actually find something creative, you know, out of the box. Um, and uh, and I think that that's kind of something that people could work towards when trying to be creative um, and be safe during, you know, all these mandates. Absolutely. Great idea. Yeah. Um, so what resources have been the most helpful to you during this time? Um, this would be great to know as you are seen as a resource for others, but of course you need resources too. So we'd like to know um, where you're getting that. Okay. I started with uh, uh, two key resources, the uh, Lake Zurich Area Chamber of Commerce. And uh, that was my first call. My second call was to the village of Lake Zurich. Uh, I, I, we've been a good citizen here uh, for 24 years but I don't know uh, the people personally. Um, but I knew this, that after I wrote the proposal and sent it to Governor Pritzker's office and tried to follow up with phone calls and not having as much success that I, I knew they were probably um, burdened with so many calls and stuff. So the email went, Frankly, I probably didn't think I would get much response back, and I, I hadn't. So that's when I reached out to the people locally and said, uh, can we work together to come up with, A, there's a gray area of essential versus non-essential. 
Uh, we see some other similar businesses that that are straddling the line, if you will. How can we do this together, but in a smart way that you feel good about all of that? And that's uh, so the village of uh, Lake Zurich, I would encourage everybody to work closely with your village and say that others are working through this. And then they went to bat for me with the Illinois State Police Commission that is responsible in Illinois for uh, citing and or monitoring essential versus non-essential. Got clarification, put my name in, and uh, learning express stores. And one of the keys, Cora, the, the, the measurement was this. Are you carrying these products of educational uh, materials before the event, or are you just now bringing them in so you can claim that you carry these items, like science mm. kits, math, flashcards, games, puzzles, etc.? And, of course, that's what we do. We carry all of this stuff all of the time. We serve as therapists. We serve as ADHD right. populations. We service our local mm -hmm. libraries and other communities and schools. Uh, summer bridge books are simply huge. Schools probably will not be able to buy them and distribute them to, to uh, families this year. We have those from Carson DeLosa and, and sold a lot so far. So that was a key, I think, point that we made is we already do this. This isn't something we're trying to just stay open for. Uh, yeah. and, we, and then that followed by a safe, secure plan. Uh, those are the resources that I think locally, uh, if I were a store listening to this and saying, what, what can I do? I'm waiting is get proactive and, and try to get some allies to go to bat for you, but have your plan ready. Yeah, I think that's um, really, really helpful. Um, thank you for sharing that. Uh, you actually jogged my memory a little bit. Um, my mom um, actually used to shop at a Learning Express for my brother who um, has dyslexia, um, and she, you know, used different educational tools at the Learning Express to help teach him, you know, the ABCs and stuff like that. So for parents that are dealing with many things, like not even any kids with dyslexia, maybe just kids that are just home from school, um, it's really helpful. And you guys do carry that. You've carried it forever. So, I mean, it's definitely yeah. essential. And it's great that you guys have advocated and, and pointed that out. Um, that is uh, really helpful. So, and I would you know, you mentioned. I, yeah. I would urge Astra to, to, to promote nationally the fact that we right. have been doing this and that, yes, we're helpers in the community of these what Janet Gregory did, you know, uh, terms uh, essential products as much as, you know, uh, cookies being sent through the mail and many other things that, that we can do, but in a very safe, secure environment and actually helps to save uh, some money for your locals uh, to, to get things now at a very, uh, you know, easily done thing. But we all need to be in sync with one goal, and that is what I was lucky enough to have here locally. So let's hope all of our friends, as, as things take issue across the country, 
that we can get this partnership where everybody sort of works together and isn't just a flat, you know, read the uh, read the decrees and then it's a yes no. Nothing is yes no. Right. Uh, there's always gray areas. Work together, but emerging stores to do their part, which is get get a solid plan in place that you feel really good about. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really important that we all just help each other out. So, um, what do what do you think that everyone can do right now to lend a helping hand? Okay, I wrote down five things, Cora, as we wrap this up. Certainly, Perfect. practice the CDC guidelines, both uh, at home, in your store, everything else. Don't need to preach that. Uh, plan your trips with thought. We all still need food. We, we all still need some, uh, you know, bare necessities of water and, and uh, cleaning uh, solutions, all of that. So, so plan your trips with thought. So even if you do have to uh, come out to the food store, that's the time to maybe drive through and pick up some other items easily, et cetera, without extra trips. Uh, three, stay connected. Stay connected, uh, you know, socially. Uh, via the phone call, bring the phone call back maybe a little bit instead of texting. It's nice to hear my son's voice in Boston or my daughter's voice in uh, Crystal Lake as they distance, obviously, from us older folks as well. Four, learn something new every day. Parents, too. Just pick one thing. One thing is you homeschool. One thing as a parent. Just say, I'm going to learn one thing today. And if you did that, so be it. Give yourself a gold star. And then finally, what I learned, too, over the years is because it hits me, too. It's okay to feel bad once in a while. It, it really is to get depressed and, and, and say to yourself, oh, my God, will I make this? Will we get through? Toy Stores had a tough enough time. What is this going to do? And then when I do that, uh, I try to say, how can I help one other person? a business, a charity? Can I just donate a little bit to the local takeout restaurant so that they can maybe survive this? And uh, I feel better. And But it's okay to feel bad once in a while. But let's know yeah. that there's a lot of children and people waiting on the other side. I, I also put up my Christmas tree again. I put it in the living room with the lights on. You know, we don't get to, as retailers of toys, really enjoy the Christmas season as much or Hanukkah during November and December because we're working pretty much 24-7. So my wife and I have a tradition. We don't take the tree down until Toy Fair and uh, because we enjoy January and February as our Christmas because we never get to enjoy it prior to that. So we're going to leave mm -hmm. it up this year for the whole year as a sign that Christmas will come. The lights are on and we will still be here. I love that. That's really great. Um, yeah, that's, I just think that all of those points are just really helpful and just great reminders. Um, and I've not heard anyone, you know, keep their tree up, but I think that's creative and um, yeah, really helpful. So thank you again for joining us, Rick. Okay. You have a great day. Stay safe. Be well. We'll talk to you uh, hopefully in April and give an update, Definitely. and uh, we will be here. Thank you. Great. Thanks. Astra is proud to represent the specialty toy industry. 
If you want to learn more on Astra and COVID-19, we encourage you to listen to our previous Toy Talk episodes, a recording of the conversation circle with the president of Astra and industry peers, and to take a look at Astra's coronavirus resource page. You can find access to these items in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Toy Talk.